Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Competitive Enablement Show on the Compete Network, powered by Clue, the podcast for product marketers and competitive professionals looking to give their companies a competitive advantage. I'm your host, Adam McQueen, and today I'm joined by my partner in crime, producer Ben, for the fifth installment of our Compete Week replays. For this edition, we are airing Jenny Sung, the Senior Product Marketing Manager with a focus on Compete at Algolia's session on how to build a must-read competitive newsletter. Cool thing about Jenny is that she went from having a 30% open rate for a competitive newsletter. 30%, that's not high in case you're wondering. She got it all the way to 80% open rate, which is best in class from what we've seen here at Clue. And she did all of that in six months or less. And she also shares the five ways she did that. So incredibly tactical presentation today, Ben. Yeah, I think, you know, as someone who writes a different kind of newsletter, um, an 80% open rate is is drool worthy. So um, I picked up a few tips myself listening to Jenny, you know, on like kind of some basic level, it's about communication, but really there's so much more to that. Um, you have to get tactical, you have to be consistent, uh, you have to be clear, uh, and you have to explain why it matters. And those are all things that actually aren't that easy. Uh, but Jenny, uh, Jenny makes it look easy. For sure. Yeah. It's not just, I mean, the first step to building a great competitive newsletter is to make sure it gets open. That's step one. That's something we talk about in content marketing world here all the time. But then when the kind of the compete skills come into play, there is what are you sharing with what stakeholders are you sharing? What are the most interesting things? You only have a finite amount of room or attention for your stakeholders there. So what are the things you're going to share and how is it applicable and why does it matter to that stakeholder? Those are the things she really nails home. And what I love is that there's very tactical examples that folks can um, take and plug into their competitive newsletter tomorrow. So if you want to watch this one too, I believe the video recording is in the show notes because there are some visual elements that she shows from the newsletter. But nevertheless, if you're if you're listening now, you'll still get plenty of lessons from Jenny's session. So with that all said, let's get into Jenny Sung's presentation from Compete Week 2022. Hey everyone, I'm Jenny Sung, Senior Product Marketing Manager here at Algolia. Just wanted to give a huge thank you for joining me at Compete Week. Today, I'm going to be sharing how to write a must-read competitive newsletter. So let's jump in. Before I get down to the secret sauce of building a newsletter, just want to grab everyone with what Algolia does. Algolia is a search and discovery platform. And fun fact, one in every six internet users actually interact with Algolia a day. Um, and our mission is to power discovery and make sure the right content finds users. So I want one building out the competitive intelligence mission um, at Algolia, I wanted to make sure that we were supporting our own mission. And the keyword here is to proactively power Algolia with market knowledge and insights to accelerate deal conversions. And I do that in three key pillars, um, analyze, influence, and scale. But uh, grounding us back to what we're talking about today, I want to focus on sharing how do I scale with mostly field enablement and specifically the competitive intelligence newsletter. So when building out a lot of enablement materials, specifically the digest, I thought about what are the hurdles that I'm facing with um, to get the information out there. 
three key hurdles. Um, first one, there's a lot of competing enablement information, especially as a technical product. There's always a lot of updates, a lot of enablement materials and trainings. How do I make sure that the competitive intelligence and the research that I'm doing is sticking? Um, also, it is hard to get the sales team in the field. Sorry, guys, if you're watching this, um, the field's attention and making sure that they're retaining the information. So sometimes I have to think that I like to say that they have the reten uh, attention span of a goldfish. Um, and last but not least, how do I balance the type of information that people are pushing that I can push out versus what people are pulling for? Um, and push and pull is more so what information can I proactively push out? So by the time a rep gets to a competitive deal, they already have the competitive knowledge versus how much should they be pulling that is more personalized competitive research and information that would be right for their deal. So balancing all of this, it made me think, okay, what would be the best way to build a competitive intelligence newsletter? It took a lot of trial and error. And um, this is what my competitive newsletter used to look like at 30% open rate, blocks of text, um, not a lot of structure. It was, it was kind of sad. And we actually have a good 400 users on the Clue platform. Um, but I wanted to make sure I was driven by the the reporting platform on Clue and making sure that people who are reading and using the information that I I was scraping out there on the web and the field. So I went from 30% open rate to actually now with a lot of trial and error to 80% open rate. And today's newsletter um, looks like this. And then there's a little bit of humor. I swear I do work more work than just make memes. Um, and I have consistent sections, et cetera. But through all my trial and error today, I'm here to share five key strategies to nail your newsletter. Um, so five key things. One, keep it consistent. Two, always provide news you can use. Three, be a human. I know we all are, but I'll get into that more later. Four, make sure that things are applicable to all audiences. Um, and five, has a mini go-to-market strategy for your digest and overall competitive program. So to double-click into each of these, number one, keep it consistent. I do my best to make sure that my digest is sending, being sent out at the same time with the same sections so my readers know what to expect. Um, I try to keep it at the last week of the month now that after the dust kind of settles, you know, Friday mornings. I know Clue likes to say coffee and compete. So how can I send out a newsletter that people can drink their coffee and and uh, and read the newsletter? And I always have the same section. So four consistent sections that I usually have. Excuse me. Field highlights, um, Slack messages, course calls, and competitive news. Um, and the field highlights, I call this the sandwich. And it used to be um, structured in a way that Americans like to give feedback, you know, good comment, constructive feedback, great feedback. So I did win story, loss story, win story. Um, but overall, over time, I got I got feedback, especially from leadership, that we learn more from our loss stories. So I started building an open face sandwich. Um, so it's two loss stories with a nice loaf of a win at the bottom. I like to say that I I operate on a low card basis. Um, the second section, insightful Slack messages. Slack is so distracting. There's so many messages out there, especially since we've grown as a company over time. 
Um, and there's always good nuggets hidden in different threads and channels. And I try to make sure that the right competitive uh, learnings are surfaced up into the newsletter. The third one is chorus calls. So whether it be a rep posi competitive position, competitively positioning us well, um, or someone doing great discovery and learning more about our competitors and finding new information. Um, or even if it's like a, a PM pitching, pitching our roadmap and hearing what others have to say about it. It's always great to bring in live examples, especially for more of the visual learners. Um, and last but not least, competitive news. There's so much out there, um, especially in our market. There are so many competitors, regional ones, small ones. Um, I'm always learning about a new one and I do my best to comb through what actually matters for my audience to learn and to know so they can bring that competitive knowledge into the field. So keep it consistent, same time, same sections, um, maybe same type of humor. I do my best to to put in some, throw in some dad jokes or something that'll keep it engaging, but I'll get more into that later. Um, number two, news you can use. I had a CMO that always said this and I was like, wow, that's so, that's so, that makes so much sense. Like I always think about when I'm writing these newsletters, I always ask myself like, what can the field, what can the audience learn from this? What can they actually do? So I always provide at the end of the day, like what is the too long didn't read the TLDR um, from a win story or from competitive news? What are the key takeaways that they can get from it? How would this apply to them? Um, and specifically, what can the reps actually do in my in my open face sandwich in the loss learnings and the win stories too? I do my best to say like, okay, if I'm a rep, what would what can I actually do with my current open opportunities? So specifically in this snippet, I said like you know like you can get creative, you could pitch a hybrid approach, um, you could work with the technical team, really understand what the use cases are. Um, well, maybe even when to walk away from a deal. I know sales teams don't like to hear that, but I kind of put that in. Or even um, what happens if they don't buy from us? That's okay. We're building our brand and we're still building our community with developers, etc. So news you can use. What can the team actually do with this? Number three, be human. No one wants another boring email. We're all inundated with boring emails. Um, and what it, I, I definitely miss being in the office. And I definitely wish that all of us were in the same office. But because Algolia is a global company, I do my best to write the email as if I would be kind of joking around at the water cooler or dropping by someone's desk and giving some quick bit of competitive news. So I like to add some humor. Um, because we're a global company, as I mentioned, dad jokes earlier, not every cultural uh, joke applies. I was using SpongeBob as a persona the other day, and I, I don't think some of my European friends got it. Um, so uh, <laughs> the most recent one intro over here is that we were hitting our last week of the quarter and I sent out a newsletter and was hoping all of our deals closed faster then Elon took to buy Twitter. Tongue in cheek, if you didn't laugh, that's okay. Um, so do my best to hook them. You know, if there's anything interesting or if there's like a quick meme, I know there's a Halloween spirit costume meme going on up there. Like, okay, what the competitor is, what does it include, what does it not include? 
Um, and the last but not least, analogies. Analogies always stick, especially for those who aren't as in a technical role, um, but still need to understand what does it mean technically when we come up against a competitor or if we're working with partners in the ecosystem, etc. Number four, making sure things are applicable to all audiences or very explicitly to some audiences. Um, though when I was tasked to build out the competitive intelligence program, I was focused on serving the field um, in terms of the account executives and the solution engineers. But that does not mean the information cannot be repurposed for the rest of the go-to-market functions. So customer success managers, partner account managers, even product managers. Um, but sometimes there's a lot of information that could be applicable to different teams. So it's worth spelling out what specifically can customer success managers do. So if I have renewal accounts coming up and I want to make sure that um, we are sharing with what one of our competitors are doing well and make sure that they're tasked at hand with the information and then making sure that uh, we proactively share, hey, can we make sure that we have clicks and conversion events turned on um, and making sure that we, pro we provide this positioning uh, and specifically to the AEs, hey, make sure that we embed this into our storyline if we see this type of deal out there. And then um, I have a lot of partners, partner account managers coming to me and say, hey, like our partners want to learn more about Algolia. Can they use this information to repurpose? And sometimes it's just guiding them, maybe some win stories in the newsletter to say, hey, like because we have an NDA with certain customers, let's just make sure that we don't share our customer specific customer names, but we can always share those learnings and why we win, why we lose, what to watch out for, just to build that relationship as an example. And the last but not least, um, have a mini go-to-market strategy. So especially for um, especially for most of us, I'm sure I think we're all product marketers. We're always thinking about go-to-market strategy for our product and our business and our services. But it's worth thinking about how do you want to deliver your competitive intelligence, all your hard work, all your research, all your deliverables out into the field. Back to that one of those hurdles we mentioned. There's so much information out there. How can we make sure that our information is sticking? How can we make sure that our the your competitive intelligence program is actually being a strategic arm to inform and to um, provide direction to our, our stakeholders? So... The way that I like to think about um, deliverables, you can think about the digest specifically, is to make it an org-wide achievement. Everyone contributes. I would not have my job if I didn't have the relationships and input from the field and to learn about the wins and losses. Um, I always credit the win stories. People always love a shout-out, and they will then end up wanting to contribute more. Um, Shout-out to Intel shares. Again, it's I like to think of my job as a detective, I'm just reaching out and talking to people across the board and also scraping the internet to see what's out there um, and giving them a shout out too. And then also it's just making sure that you create a culture um, of an ongoing feedback loop, right? I sometimes team up with some reps, some CSMs, some SEs to share what do they like, what do they not like, what are people on their teams thinking about the digest and if there's any way to improve it. Uh, so for example, our CRO down there was saying that you know, before it was the win story, loss story, win story is like, actually, I think we can learn more from more loss stories. So that's why it became the open face sandwich. So make sure you're 
putting your ear out there, slacking folks, slacking friendlies, and getting that feedback and making sure that you reiterate and um, put the word out there. Hope this session was helpful. If any of you want to ever talk anything competitive or specifically digest, you can find me on LinkedIn, Jenny Sung at Volia, or shoot me an email, jenny.sung at algolia.com. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, I'm Jason Oakley, co-host of Compared to What, a show where my friend Federico and I dive deep into the all-important tool in a product marketer's toolkit, the comparison page. We guide you through real-life examples from brands like Shopify and Big Commerce, Chromecast and Airtable, Asana, ClickUp, and more, taking a look at the good, the bad, and sometimes the ugly along the way. So come watch Federico and myself on season one of Compared to What, only on the Compete Network.